Support for I Am Salt Lake comes from KRCL 90.9, amplifying community voices since 1979. This listener-supported music discovery station covers everything from reggae and punk rock to local grassroots activism. Listen today at 90.9 FM or online at krcl.org. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by our friends at Market Source Real Estate and HostGator. We're going to be telling you more about them throughout this episode. Alrighty, guys, welcome to episode 403 of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. My name is Chris Hollifield. And my name's Chrissy Hollifield. Do you think you're ready for winter, Chrissy? No, I'm really, really not, especially winter mornings. This last week was freezing. I know. I want summer back. I do. I want it back now. I love hoodies, I love coats, but I want summer back. Yep. Hey, if this is your first time listening to this podcast and you're wondering, what am I about to listen to? What is this podcast all about? Well, Chrissy and I, we're showcasing all of the awesome people right here in Salt Lake City. We're talking to musicians, authors, business owners, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries, food truck owners. I think you guys get the idea. We're talking to anyone that might have a cool story to share. Who's on the podcast today, Chrissy? Today on the podcast, we have a really fun conversation with local barber Josh Bates from the Salt Lake Barber Company. We had a great time getting to know him and finding out what got him interested in becoming a barber. We're going to get into that conversation in just a minute. Hey, before we get into that conversation with Josh, I want to give some love to one of our sponsors. Hey, this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Market Source Real Estate. I know we got listeners that are looking to move to Salt Lake City. Maybe you're coming here for a job transfer, or maybe you're just moving across town. Hey, if you love the charm and you love the character of old homes, you need to contact our friends at Market Source Real Estate. They actually helped us find our home that we're recording this podcast in right now. And for the last 18 years, they have been specializing in helping people buy and sell homes in Sugar House and the greater Salt Lake area. With a background of flipping houses and owning almost two dozen homes themselves, they really know the ins and outs of older homes. And if you're looking to sell your home, Market Source Real Estate specializes in helping sellers update or repair their homes to increase their value and make sellers more money. All right, if you're looking to buy an old home, they know what to look for in older homes so you don't end up buying a money pit. You can find all of their info right on their website at thinksaltlakecity.com or just give them a call 801-810-6773. Again, their website, thinksaltlakecity.com or their phone number 801-810-6773. Many thanks to Market Source Real Estate for sponsoring this episode of the podcast and their support. Let's jump into that conversation that we had with Josh Bates when he came over to our podcast studio and we got to talk to him about being a barber right here in Salt Lake City. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the conversation. Let's start right at the beginning of of where home is. Well, definitely Utah. I was born in Salt Lake City, Uh, lived up here until I was uh, around eight. We moved to Arizona for a couple of years. Okay. Uh, My dad took a job out there and then we moved back to Utah, uh, to Provo actually lived there for a few years and then to Pleasant Grove. So kind of like half split my childhood between Utah County and Salt Lake County, but, but never moved out of state, like as an adult or anything. No, no stuck around. No. And then just before I got married, we moved back up to Salt Lake, um, which was 17 years ago from, from Utah, from Utah County and been up here, you know, ever since kind of bouncing around. 
So you've watched the city grow, man. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's done a lot of changes over yeah. the last 17 oh, so years. Much. Yeah. And, and you started being a barber. You started, uh, started cutting hair and barbering. How, when did that kind of come into the picture for you? Like how, well, how many years ago was that? Um, it's only been about five years since I've started barbering. So, you know, not real long. I'm what were you doing before? 38 that? now. So everything, I've done a lot of things like, what was your favorite thing? Yeah, you what did was your favorite before th- barbering? Well, honestly, the favorite thing I did, I think, was being a locksmith. I did that for about a year, is all. Why but, a locksmith, man? We'll talk about that. It was just different just, than anything I'd ever I've, done. I've never talked yeah. to a locksmith, man. <laughs> did you learn how to pick a lock? Like I did. With, like with a bobby. I learned thing. how to pick a lock. I think the coolest thing I ever did as a locksmith was actually take a key and fit it to a lock in a car. You, you know, you mark the key. You wiggle it in the lock and it marks it. You know, you file it down with the file a little bit more. I actually filed a key to like fit a trunk in a car. It was crazy. So have you, have you <laughs> ever thought about using your powers for evil? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. Can you never really have so, never learned to like bust open a safe or anything. Do you still have all the, su- the supplies for it? Yeah. Like I actually they- have my, yeah, my picking tools and stuff. It's, it's actually scary kind of how easy it is to pick a lock. So, okay. So you and I, I mean, we're not obviously not going to tell people where we live here, Josh, but we figured out tonight that we're like really close neighbors. Yeah, so super close. if, uh, if, uh, I ever get locked out of my car, I know who to call. Yeah. Call me up. I'll, Andy, that's I'll a, that's a really good, I mean, do you ever teach people how to be a locksmith, how to pick <laughs> locks or anything? I, I guess I've shown a couple of people over the years, but yeah, not, not many. Can you crack safes? Do you no, know that one? I, my boss there, uh, the owner of the, the locksmith shop. He would take safes. People would bring in old safes, new no safes, kidding. whatever, and he would crack them. It was insane. No way. All kinds of different techniques to do that. But yeah, it was just, yeah, that's like another level. That's like a. That's a whole thing. Yeah. That's like a lifetime skill. So I know you were like DJing as well before. So you were pretty, because we were chatting about that before we started recording. You yeah. did a lot of DJing, I guess. I did. Or? Yeah. Talk talk about like what, like DJ in the radio or. No, or? I was a club DJ. I, I wish I like to consider myself still a club DJ, but like it's been like, like a year. <laughs> what what, what cl- like clubs downtown? Yeah, I I well in in my heyday, you could say I yeah. I mean, I played just about every venue in Salt Lake City. What what kind of music did you like to play? Um, house music, dance music, electronic dance music, deep house. If you're into that whole thing, was kind of kind of my scene. Now, did you get in with records, like vinyl? Yeah, I started on and- records. I started on vinyl records back in 99, 2000. So what do you um, think What do you think of these DJs that just, on their iPods, man, they just plug that it in? Sucks. It's like, it on, sucks. It sucks. Man, not, coming from where I come from, like learning on vinyl, and that's all there was back then. I mean, even CD players were like new. Yeah. No one was really using them. And to see kids now, yeah, just doing that stuff, it's crazy. It's so you come it's in like with a your lost art form. Yeah, it's, it's a different it's a different art form, definitely. But I don't know, some of the technology and stuff that's come into that whole realm has been good. It's helped yeah. things, but yeah, I mean it's another world now. I mean the technology and that music and everything is just exponentially growing. It seems like it would be a hard thing to do though, because you gotta carry all your vinyl records in. In like the milk crates. Yeah. And I mean, you you know, those things only hold what, like 50 in a crate or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe. And uh, if even that. I don't know anything about vinyl record DJing, but do you have to know like 
at what spot on the vinyl to place the needle when you're switching. Well, of or, course, I mean, yeah, because that's where the yeah. Like, I never thought about it until just right now. Yeah, though. like you, like you even learned to like you can see the grooves, like the different the darkness or the lightness in the wow. grooves show like what's kind of happening if it's really bassy, mm-hmm. if there's a breakdown, if there's you know stuff like that. It was a visual even. Can you? Know? you okay, this is weird. I lo- I listened to a podcast this week where um, there's a guy who can look at a vinyl record and because of the grooves, he can tell you who it is and what music it is and what song that's it is. That's crazy. Can, Wait, could, what now? That's yeah, unreal. but he can only do it with classical music. So uh, I was wondering, is that like something that... You know, I don't, know, that I don't care what music that is. That, yeah, that's, that's an incredible right? What podcast yeah. was that that you were listening to? Oh, it was uh, um, Cabinet of Curiosities. Okay, I got Aaron, Aaron Mankey, of Aaron course. Aaron Mankey talked about of it. Of course. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So why did, why did you stop doing this, man? Family? Kids? What? Yeah, to be honest, I mean, music has been my my passion forever and ever. I mean, I still just dream and fantasize about it every day, but, um, about playing music, DJing. Yeah. making music. I, I, I produce music when I can and I sing and stuff like that. No I, have kidding. A, I have a home studio. Really? Hmm? Yeah. How many yeah, instruments do you play? Zero. That's oh, well, hey, there you, <laughs> well, I mean, that's the look, beauty of electronic music. You can do everything on the computer. You can, you don't even have to, you don't even need a keyboard. You can just click with your mouse. I do have like, True. you know, we should have came and done the podcast in your studio. Man. You probably have a more a better, better little setup than we got here. <laughs> no, it's decent. Yeah. I mean, I could, yeah. So you, do you, you do vocals, you do the music. I mean, yeah. So you just, you know, when you're doing stuff on the computer, electronic stuff, you use the sequencers and everything and you're kind of penciling things in rather yeah. than playing live. So it's, it's a very different kind of thing. Now you got two kids, right? Yeah. And do you teach them how to do all this stuff too? Do they, are they interested they, in, in like making they're young, music? They're, uh, you know, only eight and five, but they have a, yeah, they love music. They, they both have amazing singing voices. Yeah, I was just wondering if you got them in the studio at all, right? I have like, not yet. In, they've, in, in, they've in, messed around with my DJ equipment a little bit because I mean, it's a flashy toy that lights up and has sure. knobs and buttons. I mean, who wouldn't want to play at that? But as far as like the technical side of things, no, we haven't taken that very far. I've tried a little bit to teach my son how to how to mix and match beats and stuff, and his eyes kind of glaze over after a couple minutes. So I'm like, all right, here, hit the effect and listen to it go. <laughs> and he, he likes that. So, you but I don't know. There might come a time to learn, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah you know, I don't want to try and push them into anything, but they they definitely have shown they have some musical talents. So yeah, we'll and, I, see. and I'm sure it's one of those things because I know how it is like with kids where you, you have that direction you want them to go, right? You're like, I want them to do this, but then yeah. they don't do it. They're never going to do and it. So, They're never going to do the so, thing you want them to do. Well, right. you, don't, you never want to do the opposite. Of you don't want to exactly. push, push it either, right? Like right. you Because you, you want them to be uh, interested in, in what they're interested in. Yeah. But you still do weddings and stuff probably, right? No. <laughs> People are. I never. Would you ever do a wedding? I've never. No. People ask me all the time too oh, to, to do, do weddings? weddings, and it's like no, it is a completely different thing. I, I, I don't take requests. I don't. I don't even have that music. The you know, pokey. no. Okay. You know, and you've got to MC and you know get grandma doing the funky chicken and stuff, and it's just nothing that I've ever experienced. That would be doing. the only thing I would do as a DJ. <laughs> the only thing. So. <laughs> So barbering then, you said, what, five years ago you said you got into that about five years ago? Yeah, I started barber school about five years ago what, to this date. What yeah. what happened there, man? Like you you were just like, I'm sick of picking locks. I'm <laughs> sick of well, staying out at clubs all night. I got a family now. I don't right? know if like, I ever got sick of staying out at clubs all night. I kind of got forced out of that. Kids, you know. 
force forced out because of kids. <laughs> My kids, yeah, right, responsibilities. Right. Yeah, your kids. <laughs> That'll do it, right? <laughs> um, the barbering came just kind of randomly, actually. At the time, though, I was not locksmithing. I uh, actually was working for Extra Space Storage. They're a local storage company, very huge, very successful. But I, I worked for them for about eight years. That was the I found that job because I was a locksmith. I was rekeying their locks and. Um, Worked there for like eight years. I was a property manager at a couple of different spots um, out in the West Jordan area. So I was doing that for a long time. And that's what I was sick of. I was sitting there by myself most of the time. I had an assistant manager that would work with me once in a while. But I lived on site. You never leave work. You know, you're like always there. And I was DJing a lot at the time and loving that. But we had the kid and I was just trying to kind of decide what I wanted to do. And, um, was just going to go back to school, go back to college or something. Well, like, like, go Salt, to Lake, college. Salt Lake community college. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you so know, you, I probably would have gone to college. You didn't, you, did I, I, I hadn't up to that point. No, I was thinking about maybe going to something like the tech world. I was always kind of a computer guy and stuff like that. And was it the technical stuff? That's okay. why I was into the, you know, music stuff, all that. It was yeah. kind of like that, you know, never really considered barbering or anything like that, but kind of backstory to that. I actually almost decided to go to hair school right out of, out of high school. Like a, like Paul Mitchell or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah. a traditional kind beauty of school? cosmetology, beauty school It type used to scenario. be the same thing, right? Like you had to go there to get a barber degree yeah. or a barber I mean, license. Well, until like 07 or something like that okay. in Utah, the licenses were combined. Yeah. And, um, and even aside from that, I mean, yeah, there was no like barber school there. I think, well, I know slick had a program for some time. I don't know when that ended because Mr. Height, the the guy that owned the barber school uh, in Midville that I went to, um, worked there for some time. I know, but other than that, yeah, it was just like, it was one education. It was hairstyling and, you know, in that whole thing, barbering and men's haircuts, short haircuts was like, you know, a blip was not a focus on in any way. <laughs> that's why you'd go to supercuts and get the worst haircut. Exactly. In the world. You're, yeah. You're, you're, you're working with someone that's, you know, been Do educated wanna, by like, the blip. Jump in front of someone starting to walk into a supercuts and be like, no, don't do it. <laughs> just like, save down. yourself. Give them a card. <laughs> no, well, no, I mean, you just don't know any better though. That's the oh, thing. For sure. I mean, yeah. guy, guys just didn't know. Well, that's all there was to go for into decades. That's what I we, mean, aside from, you know, old pops barbershop down sure. the street and, and who, the same haircut and who wanted else. to do that right like they were right. they were kind of it weird. wasn't cool you know yeah i had an experience in a barbershop a couple of times i think when i was younger none of it ever the only thing i remember was that he gave me a totally different haircut than i asked for and i hated it yeah i never wanted to go back so yeah it's come a long way there were there was a barbershop in california where i grew up uh that my mom would take me to once in a while when she could afford it because she used to cut my own hair and they would be like you want a regular boy's haircut? You know, that, that's what they call there. Like, what is a regular boy's <laughs> regular haircut, haircut, right? That's like, funny, yeah. I mean, I've do, heard do, that in barber school before. Do people come in there and, and ask for or where you're at? And it's all like barber company. I guess not really now. like at the point that I'm at in my career. But I think when I first started and was just taking anyone and everyone off the street, I think I heard a few times, just want a regular haircut, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, what's definitely. <laughs> what's the wildest haircut you ever gave, man? You ever give oh, like yeah. just a weird, like, like steps or like the Nike swish. Yeah. I have, I have a young kid that I just love and he, 
he's been coming to me for a really long time. And yeah, it's like every time he wants something different, he has some picture and he does, yeah, he does some crazy, so like, you shave of seagulls looking stuff, you know, you'll shave that in the head. Yeah, man, I got to come to you, man. Yeah, you do. I want steps. <laughs> Designs. I, used and... to, I, I did a lightning bolt one time and steps in one side and a lightning bolt in the other. Some people were lucky enough to see it on Facebook. <laughs> there was. <laughs> I back, saw it. Back, saw back it. in the day. So you're at Salt Lake Barber Company right now, yeah. actually. And, and those are good dudes over there, man. That's, oh, yeah. that's why I was like, well, I got to bring. And, and gals. Well, well, I guess you got, you got, well, you got one gal over there. Mm-hmm. How many how many barbers you got over there at Salt Lake Barber now? About eight, um, Officially, there? there are eight of us yeah. right now. Uh, we recently took on two more guys. It was just the six of us for for a long time. They opened an expansion. Yeah, yeah, um, the other side over and there. And there's four new chairs over there. Two of them have since been filled with with a couple of new guys. So, yeah. So what's your okay? So what's the deal here with your beard, man? Like I've heard. Okay, so here's <laughs> what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> this is an intervention. No, no. This, what's this, what's this supposed to mean? No. Okay. I mean, obviously, I have a beard, but you have. A beautiful beer. Oh, thank you. Right, sir. like, like yeah. just magnificent. And I heard it. Well, actually, Isaac told me this that like most of your clientele is bearded guys, right? And, and I found a Reddit post, a, a Salt Lake subreddit post, saying that you're the only barber guys with a beard should there's go a, to. There's a lot of stuff on the internet about me as a beard barber. <laughs> People, there's a website called Live Bearded that has <laughs> thousands and thousands of followers and. Somehow I ended up on their website as as the beard barber for Salt Lake City, and people come in from that website all the time. Is that ever stressful? Do do people come to you feeling like you can make their beard as nice as yours? Absolutely. How do you that, deal with that? That's my shtick. Yeah, this is you can achieve this. But what do you, what do you do <laughs> if it's like a patchy a patchy face dude? Yeah, because some people just can't grow beard. You no, know that? No, like yeah. my brothers, they I mean, cannot I, grow beards. <laughs> I try and be honest with people and let them know, you know, I mean, I'm a professional when it comes to that stuff. And I definitely will let people know what their limits are and and what is best for their beard type and their hair type. And, you know, a big, nice, long, full beard isn't definitely in everyone's, you know, wheelhouse. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Host Gator. Every small business needs a website. I've seen it firsthand. A lot of the local businesses right here in Salt Lake City think that they can cut corners by just having a presence on Facebook or Instagram. They think that having a website will be too expensive. What if I told you you were wrong? What if I told you that having a website isn't expensive? Actually, it's a lot more affordable than you might think. What if I told you every business, small or big, needs their own website? You need your own piece of real estate on the internet. HostGator.com, you got to check them out. Let me tell you why you should use HostGator. HostGator is one of the world's most popular web hosting companies, and that's for a reason. It's because they offer a guaranteed 99.9% uptime in an excellent user-friendly interface via cPanel and excellent pricing. They also offer free website builders as well as 4,500 templates for you to pick from, so they make it really easy to get your website up. We've been using their hosting services for IamSaltLake.com for over seven years now, and I couldn't be happier. I mean, they are top-notch service. Listeners of this podcast, we've created a special code just for you, so pay attention. Head on over to HostGator.com, use the promo code PODCAST, and depending on which package you end up going with, this code is going to save you up to 60% 
and you'll be directly supporting this podcast. Again, that promo code is podcast. Use it at checkout at hostgator.com after you're done signing up for your brand new website that you're going to love. It's going to help you out. Hostgator.com. Promo code is podcast. Many thanks to Hostgator for their support of this podcast. Let's jump back into that conversation with Josh Bates when he talked about uh, being a barber right here in Salt Lake City. Thanks for listening. Here we go. What's the longest you've ever grown your beard? You know, honestly, not you, you maybe, keep, like, maybe you keep like an about, inch or two or longer than this. I I keep it about like this. Yeah. You know, it starts to get pointy as it gets longer. Do you straighten it and brush it or is it just magically like yeah, totally no, formed? That, so that's one of the first things I talk about with my new clients for beards is that just like with hair, a lot of your beard comes down to styling. Yeah. Trimming and a good cut, a good trim and styling. It's not about what you're growing, you know? So, I mean, so give me some tips here, man. Cause I feel like my beard, I have good days and bad days and it's just, I feel it, yeah, it's not it, just I, like with hair. I don't know what to do because I, I, should I blow dry it? Cause people say blow dry it, but then I heard blow dry and ruined your beard from something. I like. have been blow drying my beard, blow drying my beard every day for so, so you five years. So you recommend it. And it is absolutely fine. You know, I mean, to follow it up with a really excellent, good beard oil. Okay, so maybe I need to start blow drying my Do you beard. use a, but uh, a heat protector? The, I, I don't. You know, some okay. people put in a beard oil beforehand mm-hmm. um, as maybe kind of a, a, a step to avoid that. But in my own experience, it, it doesn't make any difference whatsoever. So okay. I wait till after I feel like it gets a, you know, you just dry it out with a blow dryer. You just comb through it as you're blow drying it until it's dry. You know, we dry. really brought you on here and it straightens just to it get out. beard tips. <laughs> well, that, is, that is, I mean, that's the thing is, is no, you have, I, a, you have a, a great beard, Chris. Well, I you have do. a good beard, but there, I, I, I don't do a whole lot with it, to be honest with you. I, yeah. I haven't even had, uh, I well, and, and it depends on the while. texture of your beard. Like your, the texture of your beard uh-huh. does not, I wouldn't say requires blow drying. For it to look its best, you know, it's okay. fabulous. You could, uh, okay. Mine, my beard is very kinky, actually, and not straight like it is right now. Uh, and so, if I don't blow dry it, it, it actually looks kind of a mess. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, it is interesting, but yeah, no. But back to your thing, though, there is a lot of truth to that, man. Because I wanted to get to know you, and so that's why I wanted to bring you on the podcast, man. Because you, you know, I always see you. I, I go in there to get my haircut. I see you over there. I, you know, I've seen you. At, yeah, a yeah. few different barber shops now, and yeah, never really had an opportunity to uh, to get to know each other. Now, I did hear from the Grapevine that the first barber shop that you worked at specialized in like African American hair. Actually, is yeah. that is that is that true? That is how true. did you how did you get like <laughs> you well, over there? So, like when you first leave barber school, it's kind of like you know where can I get a job? Yeah, you just want to make some money because you're yeah, not making you just, money there at no, the barber you, school. You just got to get somewhere you know, cutting hair and getting some experience. And I, I can't even, I think I had my wife, I think put an ad out on KSL or a thing that I was looking for work. And one of the owners, that's a good woman. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> one of the workers at this, it's called the duo. It's in sugar house. Um, the place that you were cutting hair at the, pl- the first place yeah. I ever started. Great place. She, the, the, the wife, it's a husband and wife owner. And she got a hold of me and said they were looking for somebody. And, so I just went in and interviewed and ended up getting the job. It was just the first thing that kind of happened. And so I just went with it. But um, it's this really awesome guy uh, named Pablo um, that it was a barbershop salon kind of split. And he did the barbershop side. The owner there actually went to school with a, a bunch of the 
shop owners of kind of the first wave of the new school barber shops in Salt Lake City. So everyone kind of knew of him and stuff. Amazing barber. He's from uh, the Congo. Really interesting story. But um, anyway, yeah, started there. He had he had a mostly African-American clientele. And that's something we didn't even in barber school get a lot of experience with. It's kind of a, a whole another realm in barbering, you know. It's it's a different technique to to cut African-American, you know, tight curly hair. So I got a lot of experience with that there actually and saw him do a lot of cuts and no, I mean, learned a lot. I've actually had people, I swear, even on this show ask me where, you know, because they were like, I don't, there's nowhere to cut my hair here in Salt Lake because, you know, I have, I'm African-American. There's a lot of white people. A lot of white people here. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, it's good to know that there is a place that, oh yeah, that can work with them. Yeah. Specializes Mm -hmm. in like different hair types. Yeah. No, and I didn't, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. It's a, it's a totally, yeah, different scene with like barbering. There's a lot of guys that do both excellently. Even you go to a lot of big cities and there's, you know, the ethnic barber shops that do the tight curly hair and the the lineups and the afros and stuff. Yeah. And then there's the barber shops where all the white dudes go with straight hair. So do you think like anybody could become a barber? Or do you think it takes a special type of person to become a barber? That's a difficult question because, you know, I know a lot of barbers that are very, very different skill sets, very different personalities, come from very different backgrounds. That's kind of the beauty of, of barbering is that not everyone drives with everybody. And so whatever you've got going over time, you're going to build a clientele, you know, based around the, the, the type of person and the type of service that you provide. So, yeah, I mean, I would honestly say that pretty much anybody, I think, could become a barber in that case. But there's there's a few things for sure that, you know, would, I think, separate you from from the rest as far as, you know, being successful and stuff like that. Any tips? Like if somebody was interested in becoming a barber, like any advice you would give them, like say they're ready, they're, they're filling out that application at the barber school. <laughs> they're going to go in there and now it's, it's Josh's advice time. First and foremost, just responsibility, I think is really important to be able to show up to work on time and on the days you're supposed to and take care of the clients that are booked and scheduled. And, you know, that's a, an issue that a lot of shops I think run into with younger, um, Young, younger are, barbers. Yeah. yeah um, cause you're, you're, younger, you're your own boss, right? More or less. Yeah. You set your own hours yeah. for the most part. And you know, sometimes people get into barbering, I think, because I think I'm going to be my own boss. I'm going to do what I want. And so, you know, you still have to, to stick to a, you know, pretty rigid schedule and take care of your clients when they need you and not flake out. And otherwise, yeah, I mean, you're going to fizzle out pretty quickly. A lot of people don't realize that being your own boss also means you have to work extra hard. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's kind of, there's kind of a disconnect there yeah, when you're young. Yeah. It entails a lot more responsibility actually. Yeah. You know, it's easy to stick to someone else's, you know, schedule and rigid. When you're the guidelines. boss, you can call off work anytime. Yeah, You're exactly. Like, I'm sick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which I think having a kids and a family helps me with for sure. I mean, if I was a single guy, I'm sure it'd be a different <laughs> story. <laughs> but if I'm not at work nine to five, my wife's gonna be like, "What the hell are you doing, Josh?" <laughs> You're like, oh, "I just want to <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> want to play play hooky today." What's the like? What do you dislike the most about being a barber? If anything, maybe there's nothing. Maybe you just love it all. You know, that's an amazing thing. I, you really, there's not, yeah, nothing. No, can, and that's fine. I mean, I nothing I, I can think of. Not even the the little hairs. That that would be the worst part <laughs> to me to be a barber, right? Like, because after I get my hair cut, if I get that little hair in the, my shirt or something <laughs> like that, right? Like, do you just go oh, yeah. covered with hair? 
yeah, that's probably something that I've gotten used to more over the years, but that's funny. The one thing that happens to barbers a lot that a lot of people don't realize is we get hair slivers. I yeah. was going to ask you about those. Yes. Hair slivers hurt so bad. Oh, they, they're crazy. It's like fiberglass, yeah. you know, like that's what you could, you know, liken it to. But that happens a lot. It sucks. Yeah. We have these, you know, little pointy tweezers we use to pull them out. Because when you cut a hair, it's kind of cut at an angle. It almost turns it into a little needle. And there's certain hair types that come Mm -hmm. in, really usually coarse hair that, you know, you'll be cutting their hair and they'll be just sticking in your skin like crazy. It just embeds really well right Mm -hmm. under the first level of skin. (laughs) And then, oh, man, it's so painful. (laughs) But it's to the point, excuse me, it's to the point where my kids they'll get them from like just their clothes going through the laundry and stuff like that. It comes off from their clothes oh, and they'll, no. they'll get little hair slivers. Not often, but do you feel bad? <laughs> nah, nah, they deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dumb question. That's how dad pays, pays the bills. <laughs> you're like, deal hey, with it. You're like, deal with it. Kid, if you like... you want to eat? Welcome to adulthood. <laughs> do you think like, and I know I've asked this with, with some of the other barbers that I've, I've had on. I mean, it's been a minute since I've had other barbers, but like, Seems like every time I turn around, there's another barber shop here in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Do you think we need this many barber shops here in Salt Lake City? <laughs> I mean, do you think do you think there will do you think there will continue to be enough work? Or I mean, yeah. I, that might be a hard question, I guess, to answer. No, I mean, if you look back at the history of barber shops, it really only takes three, four, five hundred people to support a full time barber. How many people are live in Salt Lake City? I don't Quite know. I don't know the last ten million. I mean, like, how many barbers is that? That's a lot of barbers. No, I think there's Back- only three million in the entire state. Isn't is it? there? Yeah, maybe, maybe it's like. Well, I don't do numbers, but this is why we need somebody. To, I'm really to, grateful to fact check us. when you really look at it, though. Like, there's equally as many salons, right? And so, yeah. women, yeah, we have yeah. a lot of choices, and we can go and we can get different styles and find a different person, right? But see, because of women. Service times are so much longer. That's even less people that it takes to support a stylist, really. Yeah, that's true. Well, they charge a lot more. <laughs> yeah, they charge more. It takes more time. It's so, out of control. Yeah, but. I really think that as barbershops continue to grow and flourish, I mean, like I was kind of saying before, back in the day, I mean, there was a barbershop on like every other corner, you know, yeah. and they were fine. Because I think it's cool that finally men have the amount of choices for haircuts and beard trims that well, you, you do now. You went in for a straight razor shave. I totally didn't. I want to go in for another one. Yeah, she got a straight razor. <laughs> I went to uh, Kylie. She, yeah. Oh, at, Kylie Howell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She does a magnificent tux. straight shave. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. I went to a barber school with Kylie. Yeah. She's awesome, huh? Yeah. yeah. I went to barber school with Kylie and actually uh, Isaac that owns Salt Lake Barber Company where I work. So. Yeah. Now, okay, let's let's mention that too. We'll mention them at the end too. But uh, so you're at the Salt Lake Barber Company, which right. so if people want to go in there and get a haircut from you, they can just go online, I guess, and schedule a timeout. Or yeah, yeah, haircut or beard trim. Yeah. So I just realized that a lot of listeners do not know about our Facebook group. So I just wanted to take a quick moment and invite you to join our I Am Salt Lake Facebook group. It's a group that we made for listeners of this podcast so we can talk about all of the rad stuff in Salt Lake City, including this podcast, the I Am Salt Lake community. We'd really love to have you there. You can join the rest of the listeners by going to IamSaltLake.com slash group, and it'll forward you to our Facebook group, or just do a search inside of Facebook for the I Am Salt Lake community, and we'll see you on the inside. Yeah, I was looking here. According to this population, 2014, and, and I find this hard to believe, 2014, only 192,000 people. 
Uh, and Salt Lake City. In Salt Lake City. That's that's, that's what this is. That's what this is saying. Uh, Salt Lake City or Salt Lake County? Or wait a minute, Utah. Utah, twenty fourteen was only two point nine four million people. Twenty fifteen, two point nine seven. Twenty sixteen, three point zero five million people in Utah. But once uh, you get over a thousand, my my brain's like yeah. it's all the same. There's more than a thousand people. It's continuing to grow. Oh yeah. We, we always like to get to know people too, right? That come through here besides what they're doing with barbering and, and, and what their job is. So like, what are, what are some other hobbies and interests of Josh when you're not cutting hair, when you're not DJing, or is that kind of occupying most of your when time? When you're not picking locks <laughs> and letting people in yeah, houses, you know? <laughs> Honestly, we, we bought a house about a year ago. Um, Neighbors again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First house we ever owned. Um, what do you think of that, man? What do you think about house. being a homeowner? It's, it's scary though, isn't it? I love it. it. Man? It's great, but yeah, it's a lot of work. Well, yeah, you got to keep crazy. it up, and yeah. But yeah, it's a big house. It's like forty-two hundred square feet. It's a half-acre lot. Oh wow! And my parents moved into the basement. There's a mother-in-law apartment. How's that working out? Awesome. You Free like, babysitting. babysitting. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. That's, that's exactly. That's, that was exactly the plan. <laughs> <laughs> but but man between work and the kids and that house like that has been my life since we we bought it you know but i love it it's fun my wife loves working in the yard and stuff with me she's got a green thumb uh so it's it's fun we have a lot of fun with it but that's like that's become my new hobby you know taking care of that house and that yard it's just crazy there's there's a lot of work to be done still but yeah it's fun that's kind of what I've been doing. If you could learn one random skill, what would it be? Well, if we're dreaming big, I'd love to be able to play any instrument I wanted to. You, like, but uh, you don't play any instruments <laughs> now, right? Not, not, not really. It would be great to know more about like electrical and plumbing with the house. Yeah. Just so you didn't have to hire all that. Yeah. Out, yeah. Because that it, can get expensive. Yeah. It can be intimidating a little bit. If you could do anything on your next birthday, what would you like to do? I actually have a huge amount of friends that have Taurus uh, birthdays. So especially when I was DJing, we used to always do a big annual Taurus kind of birthday bash thing because there were so many people that were born in May or wherever those, yeah, with the Taurus thing. So yeah, it's a good month. So nothing nothing comes to mind on what you would like to do for your next one? Um, I don't know. I'm just have some fun party. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> the people That's I love. Fair. Yeah. I don't know. What what about you? Do you have like a like a memorable, like your most memorable concert or sporting event? Like Man, it, I I'm sure you've hit up a lot of live music through I am your, not that into sports, which is funny because that was actually a really big source of anxiety for me when I was going into barbering was that when I thought of a barbershop, I always thought of people like bantering about sports really like, and i don't know shit about sports i never grew up with any of it my dad never watched it i never played anything did it make you almost pause and think i can't do this because people are going to want to talk about it it did yeah wow yeah wait like this I, I really this really crossed your mind <laughs> like and then what yeah. what finally put your mind at ease with that i don't know i mean i guess it just wasn't enough to keep you from going through with everything and then you know people learn you get to know each other when you're mm-hmm. in the in the chair and you know, people realize that I don't know what the hell they're talking about when they're talking about sports. And so I just, you know, switch topics, switch topics, yeah. but they're, you know, they're obviously fine with that. You and I would get along just fine <laughs> if I sat in your chair, because don't worry, I'm not going to talk about any sports. 
Yeah, but, it's just yeah, it's never been on my radar. No, I'm, I've never really been a big sports person. That's why I'll, I'll say like sports or concert because I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm a concert guy. There's like, usually man, one I've, or the I've other. Seen, I've seen some yeah. good good shows in my days, man. Honestly, that my favorite thing in the world is just to go see a DJ that I love and respect, and just to be able to dance with people. Yeah, that's do you the have a favorite in my life club in Salt Lake? Things are kind of weird right now. Like back kind of when I was pretty active, bigger dance clubs were a thing, you know? Now it's like everything's going to these very small kind of cocktail lounge. Yeah. What's up with that? Things. I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's cool, uh, you know, it's fine, but yeah, there's really not a lot of big kind of dance spots. I would say Tinwell is a little cocktail bar actually right around the corner from our shop. They do some really fun kind of DJ events there and stuff. Uh, they have an awesome patio in the summer. Yeah, I, I love that that spot. It's great. Urban Lounge is good too. They bring in a lot of cool talent, especially kind of electronic musicians, which is kind of stuff I'm into. So back in the day, I used to do like '80s night over at Area 51. I don't know if they still do '80s night. I don't know. I they might. If yeah, they do, still, I want to go. They you still wanna, do like the fetish ball and yeah. all that crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're all my fanny packs. <laughs> that was a fun club back yeah, in the day. <laughs> dude, Area 51 was great. Because yeah. again, if I remember correctly, all like our 18-year-old friends could get into the main part That's of it. right, yeah. And then, I mean, it's been years since I've been there, but then they had the 21 and over and mm-hmm. the separate area. Yeah, yeah, it's been there forever. It's got to be one of the longest running Utah nightlife dance club bars. Yeah, it, 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 it is still It is still there. Are you a wintertime person? Like, are you looking forward to like win- the winter months coming up here? Do you like get out and ski or snowboard at all? You know, I'm not a big skier, snowboarder guy. I like the snow though. I really do. We just don't do a lot of sports and stuff in the in the yeah. winters. I'd like to more, I think, but. It's, it's harder it's, when you get old, right? When yeah. you get old, it's like, should we start? Should we even start trying to do stuff? Or are we just going to break our bones and, and want to go home? <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, and that's the thing. I remember. Eric talking about on the podcast, uh, one of the guys I work with, that's a barber. You kind of worry about that stuff when you need your hands oh, that's and right. your that's body right. to make money. Mm-hmm. That's right. I, I forgot. I, cause they, they'll say, you know, I work with my hands and I don't mm-hmm. want to break my arms. Yeah. Just, especially if you're like a novice, like I would be, you know, it's kind of scary to go out there and just throw yourself down a mountain. I, yeah. I've only been snowboarding like two or three times and I'm just like, ah, it's cold. It's expensive. <laughs> Ah, man. Falling on your ass constantly. What about, we have a few like Salt Lake City related questions that we we like to ask here on on the podcast when we bring people through because we all have family and friends that come through town and they're like, show us around, show us your cool city or take us to the mountains or something. What's the, what's the, uh, what's your tour? What do you, do you have like a couple places you like to take people? I would definitely take them on a hike somewhere beautiful, you know, which is not hard to find here. Um, do you think, have like a favorite hiking place? Um, no, not, not particularly. There's still me and my wife and kids. We love to hike. We try and kind of do a, a new hike that we haven't done yeah. every time we go out. So I don't know. There's not like any, I love Provo Canyon. I think it's because I kind of grew up, spending time in that Canyon. Um, so I, I love that Canyon. There's a lot of really amazing fun hikes up there, but yeah, I mean pretty much anywhere, Southern Utah, I would take them on a nice, you know, pretty hike and then probably go out that night to, uh, to a bar or something, <laughs> go dancing. Anywhere in particular you'd take them? Um, 
Well, if it was, it was this day and age, I would probably yeah. like say this weekend, say this upcoming weekend or last weekend, whatever's easier for you. Probably like, you know, Tinwell or Alibi or. Yeah, Where's Alibi? Where, where's Alibi? I don't know. Actually, the address, fair, I couldn't fair, tell you. Exactly. Downtown somewhere? Google, Google What's that? his alibi? <laughs> Google okay, that, Chrissy. I'm going to Google Alibi SLC. Just because I'm sure there's people listening that might want to know where Alibi is on they, 369 Main Street, Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, so, they do some yeah. great uh, kind okay. of electronic music DJ uh, showcases there. So, yeah. It's, it's so kind of close to Cheers to You, probably. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was, dude, that was my spot back then. Cheers, yeah, cheers, yeah. Cheers <laughs> to you. Oh, was, and Juniors. Oh, I love that spot, man. Yeah, man. What about um, favorite local eating spots? Do you have like one or two favorite places? I mean, even when you're just down at the barber shop, man, do you ever hit up those little taco trucks across the street from you? Yeah, actually. Yeah, I don't think before I ever started there, I had ever even eaten at one of those taco carts. But we have like five within five minute walking distance at the, the shop there. Yeah, they're great. They're awesome. Yeah, we go there all the time. It's convenient. What about there's like a dude, I've seen him a handful of times that he has like barbecue. Have you seen that guy? No, no, it's no. like a it's he, like a plastic fold table, he, dude. It's the most <laughs> just, ghetto set. Where does he set up at? <laughs> it's it's on the, it's right by the Sears. It's on the so it's a, it, n- north side of the street. So across okay. the street from from Salt Lake Barber Company, right? And and in the middle of that block, okay. And usually he's kind of hidden between some cars because I think yeah. he's probably not supposed to be set up there. <laughs> but he just like sets up this like it's like a Traeger grill or something. <laughs> really, like, it's amazing. Just, and I'm like, man, I'm a <laughs> suck. Awesome. I'm a sucker for barbecue. Oh yeah, and uh, so I'm always like, I should stop by that. And <laughs> that's crazy. I'll have to yeah. keep an eye out for that. I've never seen that. Do you? Is there like so? Back to those taco trucks. Is there like a favorite one? Is because some people are like, no, I like the one on the on the north northeast side or right, the right south side. I think my favorite one is the one that is um, on the same block as Sears. Okay, um, but it's on the west side. So it's still on uh, Main right there. Okay, but it's on the 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 west side of that block of Sears. There's one directly across Eighth South, which is right around the corner from our shop. Yeah. That one's good too. That I probably eat there more often just because it's closer. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think that one across the street that's on uh, Main on the the west side of that block is probably the best. I don't even know what it's called. They do breakfast burritos and yeah, so good. What about would you change anything about Salt Lake? Like if you could change something here, one or two things, or maybe you maybe you're just like you know what I love it the way it is. I think you know if I had a magic wand. The thing I would probably change would be the like the air quality. Sure. In the winter, you know, we meet a lot of people at the shop and stuff that are here from out of state and traveling, whatever. And that's like the number one complaint we hear from people, even more than like liquor loss. <laughs> you know, especially that time. Breathing is anyway. a little more important yeah, than drinking. Breathing is but hard. Yeah. Only barely. <laughs> only barely. So yeah, that that would be amazing if we could change that for everybody. It'd be awesome. Any ideas on how to do that? Though, you know? That's like the that's I'm telling like you, the, big uh, fan. No one ever listens better to me. Public transportation, I think, would yeah. help a lot. Better hours of public transportation. Yeah. yeah, we could do a lot to increase our public transportation options. Yeah. I mean, we have a good system, but we could definitely improve it. Yeah, there's a good infrastructure there, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think we could do a little better. Like even like with the hours and stuff, with like people out of bars and stuff like that. You know? Oh yeah, like last call times mm-hmm. and Sundays. Yeah, huge. Yeah. yeah, Sundays I know. Right. Yeah. So that would that would be a big one. Um, other than that, one thing that would be kind of cool is if the liquor laws and stuff allowed us to 
you know, serve drinks and be able to dance at a, at a club or a, you know, bar or something like that until 4am or something like yeah. a lot of the other cities would be really nice, especially for promoters and uh, event hosts and stuff like that to do kind of the stuff I was into with DJing and stuff. It'd be pretty awesome. But instead it's like one o'clock, you know, yeah. um, underground after parties that are BYOB, you know, to kind of try and get around the loopholes and it's just, you know, it gets weird. Well, and it, and it seems like the people here, because I know I have through the years, we find those loopholes, right? Like it's like, well, they're not going to allow us to do this. So we're just going to figure out another way to do it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know I brought it up on the podcast, but it was the same thing with the private clubs and smoking in them, right? Mm-hmm. Like they were able to get away with the smoking cigarettes because it was a private club. Well, then they get rid of that, you know? And so people find ways. People, yeah, people will find a way for yeah, sure. So to- it's like, just treat us like adults. Right. Yeah. They're turning us into a bunch of like rebellious teenagers. We're like sneaking out of the window. <laughs> what can at we night. do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's is, kind of fun. Maybe we don't want to change. It is cool though. Salt Lake City is, has changed a lot though. Yeah, and uh, there's yeah. a lot of cool people like yourself, Josh, that are adding to the uh, atmosphere here. <laughs> at least we don't have private clubs for members anymore, right? Yeah, at least that was a nightmare. <laughs> we don't have the private clubs for members. <laughs> I guess we kind of skimmed over uh, favorite local eating spots. Okay. So I don't know. Do you, do you have one or two favorite local eating spots that you? I can say as of late anyway, that our favorite spot is this really amazing restaurant out in West Valley on 5600 West. It's called Curry Pizza. Okay. So uh, Curry Pizza? Yeah. Yeah. They're actually just featured on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. No way. Yeah. It's curry style, you know, food and flavors and ingredients on on pizza, but it's wow. so good. It works amazingly. They have like a non style crust that they use, you know, mm-hmm. and then the sauces and stuff. It's all, yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. It's like just Indian flavors and they do some like Thai curries and then they do regular pizza too, but we love it. We go there like once a week. To take the kids there <laughs> and try that interesting. place out. You should oh, go. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. it so good. If you, I mean, if you like curry, like Indian yeah. food or any of those kind of flavors, yeah, you love it. And the regular pizza is really good too. It's they just, got just pepperoni there too, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you, for, pepperoni. For you get the curry for, pizza for your kids for, and they refuse for, to for eat it. You bo- can just get a cheese. Boring people, right? They just want <laughs> Indian tikka pepperoni. That's the thing, right? Yeah. I think so. I don't know. Very cool. Was there anything, uh, before we completely wrap this up here again, Josh, thank you so much. I mean, I know we skimmed the surface with, with all your barbering and, and finding out your story there just bring you back through right and catch up but is there anything that we didn't talk about i mean let's mention the website again to so people if they want to book a haircut uh but is there anything that you were like oh i wanted to really talk about this let's bring this up here um if there's not maybe there's not i guess the i guess the moral of tonight's story is if you have a beard go to josh (laughs) right Get, get, get go to josh and 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 uh, get your beard cut up there but how can so how can people find you like online or do you have like an instagram that people can like I know a lot of barbers use uh, well, Instagram, right? Yeah, we, we use Instagram. My my Instagram is DJ Josh Max. Okay. <laughs> underscore the barber. I started it before I was barbering, so I just kind of kept the DJ thing. But yeah, you can go there and then uh the Salt Lake Barber Co. or no, sorry, saltlakebarberco.com. And then they can go select what they want. You could select the barber. Mm-hmm. Yep, you can select whatever service you want, pick a barber, you can pick just whoever, you know, it'll give you whoever's available. In case anyone wants to book, I have a separate service uh, on the website that says beer trim with Josh Max. I book out a little more time for my beer trim. So I actually have a separate service in there. People get confused by that sometimes, but just Oh, like so that. you spend a little more time on the beard. 
Yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's become my kind of specialty thing. Yeah. Over the years, so I do. Uh, maybe I'll take, maybe I'll take, try you out and see what you can <laughs> make me look beautiful, man. Yeah, man. No, I don't. I don't want to piss Isaac off there over there. Man. Oh no, yeah. we're yeah. I'm, Isaac's I'm, a team I'm player. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, cool. ki- I'm kidding. I'm, <laughs> is that weird though for barbers? Like, I, and I, I, I know I've asked this. I guess now that I think about it, though, like, but this is if interesting you go, if because you go to different barbers. I don't we've know. we've never discussed like going to two different barbers at the same time. Wow, yeah. right? like one on one like, side of your head and one on the switch. other side. Of well, if you have a beard, like a beard barber and a hair barber, oh, so right? One, I mean, like dudes, dudes go, can I have do clients that. like that. Yeah, I do. Do you? Can you do my beard while Isaac's cutting? Like, yeah, two people, at the same time. People, do, I don't know. Teamed. We'd have to get creative there, but yeah, normally. <laughs> but yeah, I've I've seen that you know where people do one with the other. But yeah, everyone's cool. Whatever. I'm just I'm messing I'm, <laughs> I'm messing around. Chrissy has a final question that she likes to throw out at uh, at our guests here uh, when when they. Opa. So I'm gonna let I'd her like throw to out. surprise you. Yeah. So my question is: Can you leave our listeners with a motto or piece of life advice that you live by? I would say the number one thing would maybe just be don't be an asshole. All right. Many thanks again to Josh Bates for joining us on this episode of the podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed our conversation and learned just a little bit more about somebody else that's doing something really cool here in Salt Lake City. Hey, all of the links that were mentioned in this conversation can be found with this episode show notes right on our website, which can be found at IamSaltLake.com slash 403. That's for episode 403. And hey, while you're on the website, just dig through some of those back episodes. I'm sure there's like one or two in there that you haven't listened to yet. Support for I Am Salt Lake comes from KRCL 90.9, amplifying community voices since 1979. This listener-supported music discovery station covers everything from reggae and punk rock to local grassroots activism. Listen today at 90.9 FM or online at krcl.org. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Don't forget to show your support for this podcast by supporting our show sponsors, KRCL, Market Source Real Estate in HostGator. We'll have all the links for them that you could check out at our website under the notes for this episode, which you can find at IamSaltLake.com. You know, people hit me up all the time and they're always asking, how can I support this show otherwise without supporting our sponsors? Well, of course, always support our sponsors when possible. But some other ways that you can support this podcast, you can leave us a review in Apple Podcast or directly on our Facebook page. You can also share your favorite episodes on social media or just talk to them about uh, about the podcast with your coworkers at work tomorrow. You have a great week. Make sure to get out and enjoy the city. Support local whenever possible. And we'll see you on the next episode. Good night, Grammy.